How's it guys? Andrew Patterson here from Raymaker Marketing. And this week's Your Key to Property, we'll be chatting to Jeff Perkins from Collins Residential, where we'll be exploring sustainable solutions in property. Enjoy. Danny Gaselli, East Coast Radio. So in previous Key to Property interviews, we've touched on sustainability and property. Sustainability has become the big buzzword, right? Not only because nowadays we're so much more aware of the value that nature plays in our lives for our mental health and general well-being, but also because of the challenges we face in South Africa with, you know what I'm talking about, load shedding and getting essential services like water. With us, we have Collins Residential, whose ethos as a developer centers all around sustainability. And they're here today to share with us some of the latest trends from landscaping to water, electricity, and off-the-grid solutions that they themselves have adopted in their KZN North Coast developments. We welcome Jeff Perkins, Head of Residential Projects at Collins Residential to the show. Welcome, Jeff. Thanks, Danny. Delighted to be here. Oh, it's always a pleasure hey, to have an expert in the studio. <laughs> now, as a developer, how important is it to include sustainable elements into the design process before construction? Oh, Danny, it's very important. I mean, we pay a lot of attention to that right up front because at the end of the day, people are going to be living in that environment and, and we want to give them the best possible experience long term. So everything from what you might see from when you're sitting on your veranda to the specifications we we make replanting and that's another huge aspect we do always insist on indigenous plants and there's good reason for that indigenous plants should be able to survive in a normal habitat so we're not using lots of water to water them and yeah so uh, we pay a lot of attention to all those aspects now how difficult is it to retrofit homes to be more sustainable and what are some of the off-the-grid solutions available to people these days for their homes and we're talking about electricity power here, baby. <laughs> I know, and isn't that such a big topic at the moment? Absolutely. I mean, just Wednesday's morning Mercury told all of us here in Durban that you need to buckle up. So yeah, I've stopped reading the newspaper <laughs> now. <laughs> but no, it is. I mean, critically, I think you've got to start with what's my budget and what am I trying to achieve? So retrofitting can be an expensive process. I mean, those good old Durban North homes have been around a long time and to retrofit those can be a real challenge. But what's my budget and what do I want to achieve? So do I just need the lights? on and the TV to work and some internet and that can be done really affordably uh, either with solar and battery backup or just a, a battery system which is a cheaper option. Now talking of solar how viable is it because I went home the other day and my landlord had this massive smile on his face I thought what's he done now is it a big screen is, he, is it midlife crisis but what he did was he put solar all over his roof he's got inverters inside he went the full hog. How viable is it? So generally your payback on a system like that uh, let's remember three four years ago when this whole solar thing came up we were delving into it because we'd all been warned that the cost of electricity is going to go up significantly way more than inflation each year we're now doing it because we want to keep the lights on at home so it's almost got a dual benefit so typically the guys will tell you it's about a seven-year payback for a full system obviously that is coming down as these 18 percent and 21 percent whatever increases filter in that's realistically the kind of payback at the moment. And are there any other energy solutions that are quick and easy to build into your home? What we try and do, Danny, in apartments, obviously there's more of a challenge, but we try and make all our apartments that we develop inverter ready from the outset. So you can get one of these all-in-one little systems, you can plug it in, that's going to keep your lights on, your TV on and your internet going, which I think for most people are the critical aspects in darkness. And, you know, we can work around 
and I mean, good old South African bra, eh? Yeah. Never hurt anyone. <laughs> Never go wrong. I just look at the face of my girlfriend's daughter when the lights go off. And the first thing is, is my battery charged on my phone? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So typically in an apartment, you'll have your lights, as I said, your inverter, your TV on, and one PowerPoint to deal with laptops, phones, iPads, and the other. So we've spoken about electricity. Let's talk about water. What are some of the water-related off-the-grid solutions available to people that they can incorporate into their homes? So, I mean, the easiest thing and the first thing that comes to mind are obviously your water harvesting, like Jojo tanks and so on. At Lelela, for example, on that estate, we've made that standard with every single home. And it's important to understand that the amount of water that comes off a roof is staggering, actually, if you do the numbers. So if you're going to harvest that water off your roof, keep it in a Jojo tank. Mm. Ideally, if that can be put back into your house for washing, for flushing toilets and for watering your garden if you're going to do that, that's ideal. It is important to note, you can't just keep water unfiltered sitting in a Jojo tank for two weeks and then decide you're going to enjoy that for drinking and everything else because it might not work out too well for you. So it's a filtration system with that if you're going to bring it out in your taps for drinking and so on is essential. So I'm in a three-bedroom house. There's three of us living there. What size Jojo tank should I be looking at? Typically, a household like yours will probably use around 800 litres of water a day. In my home, for example, I've got a 5,000-litre tank. We're a family of five. And, you know, these recent outages that we've had from Amgani Water have lasted two, three days, and that's served its purpose. So, you know, I, I think... Where possible, households should really consider that water, like electricity, is going to get more and more expensive. And it's the right thing to do, to harvest it off your roof and use that in your garden and flush down your toilets rather than potable water, which we need to drink. Now, I'm completely naive when it comes to this, and that's why we have an expert in the studio. So what are some of the other ways that people can incorporate sustainability into their homes and into their lives? Danny, your obvious starts are things like uh, having a solar and battery backup. You're going to be able to store the electricity you've harvested from the sun. And where, as a developer, you get a real advantage is, for example, in Zululami, we have what's called a closed-off grid. So you've put in an investment into your home and you've got a fantastic solar setup and a decent battery backup system. Your excess power then goes into that closed-off grid within Zululami and you'll actually get a check at the end of the month if you've provided surplus power within the estate. So it doesn't leave the estate. Danielle, we live in a, a country that has... 300 days of sunshine. You've got to be harvesting that power and utilizing it. It's going to save on your electricity bills. It's the right thing to do. And that payback period, like I said, is getting shorter and shorter as we get much higher than inflation increases. So, Jeff, from what you've told me, it's about shifting your mindset and being an eco-warrior, right? Yeah. You know, Danny, if you're in a, an estate and you've purchased a piece of ground within one of these new age estates, if we can call them that, um, you have the real advantage of designing your home, not only positioning it in the right direction from a sun perspective and a heating and cooling aspect, but also putting in all the new technologies to reduce that carbon footprint 
which we all inherit via utilizing coal-powered electricity. So here you've got the opportunity from scratch to do it efficiently, put in those LED lights all over, over the show and really just get that consumption right down. It's not impossible to go off the grid from a power perspective because you can reduce your need on Eskom via things like gas stoves and ovens and uh, gas geysers and so on right down to a minimal amount. So Danny, really, as developers from Collins Residential, we look at all of these aspects right from the beginning and we encourage all our purchasers to think about future-proofing their homes, the estate in general, and the way we think life could be in 10 years from now. I mean, if you go back 10 years ago, we weren't thinking about all the interventions we're having to take at the moment. So think ahead, think what things could be like in 10 years' time, and you've got the opportunity to get it right right now. Absolutely love it. It's been such a privilege having you on the show, and thank you, Jeff, for sharing your knowledge with us today. It's been wonderful to be here, Danny. You have a good Sunday. You too, Jeff. Thanks a lot. Danny Caselli, KZN's number one hit music station, East Coast Radio.